Ben <laughs> is <clock>. chiming. <laughs> and I would love to ask Penny a question. One of the many difficult things that we've gone through together. <laughs> so, I don't really like all the British people here. Welcome to the Meet, Match, and Make Friends podcast. We have two new guests on today. So we're going to introduce Penny and Michelle. Hi, ladies. Welcome Hi. to the podcast. Thank you. Um, give us a little bit about yourself. Maybe an intro. Can, can you hear the baby in the background? <laughs> Maybe. It's fine if you can. <laughs> we always said this day would come. We'd yes. be grandparents and here we are. And here we are in the background. Um, my name is Penny. I am... Do you want to know what I do or what I... Yeah, you know, just whatever. a little spiel. Okay. A little spiel. Okay. Oh, well, bonus points because Penny's yes. been on the podcast before. Have. <gasps> Recurring guest. Yes. Find out where a I part was. A part Yes, and find that out and, and listen to it. Yeah. Um. So I'm Penny. I have been in this country for about 29 years. And you can see I'm from Britain. And um, I am married with two adult boys who are married to adult girls. Adults. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good All clarity. Right. Yeah, keep going, Penny. You're doing really well, super well here. Um, and um, so I now have a granddaughter now. So I have four kids and a granddaughter and married, and I love it. Married 35 years. Whoopee. And you can see my other podcasts. So, Oh, yes. Yeah, make yeah. sure you listen to that. And he's people. been on the podcast. Yes. If you we'll want to be married it. for a long time, listen to that one. Yeah, you actually get into a lot of good advice on that. Thank you. Thank Maybe you. Maybe I should yes. listen to that. Yeah, you probably yeah. should. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yes, immediately. I, I haven't been listening to you all this yeah. time. Exactly. Well, you're new to the podcast. No, realm. but I haven't been listening to her personally oh, for the even last her. 27 yeah, years. Yeah, so you need yes, to exactly. catch up. Is that yeah. how long we've known each other? 27 years. Yeah, I was trying to work that one out. Yeah, Amazing. Okay, we'll come back to that. Yeah, give us the spiel about you. So I'm Michelle. Um, I'm also from England. Penny and I did not meet in England. We met here. Crazy. We'll tell you more about that in a minute. Um, I have four grown children. Oh my goodness. I um, had infertility issues. Okay. And adopted, fostered and adopted my first three children. And then out of the blue got pregnant. You never hear that. That's crazy. Never hear that. Um, and so I have two boys and two girls. Amazing. And a granddaughter who's Aww. five. Oh. And she's the cherry, right? Would you agree? The oh, grandchildren yeah. are the cherry on yes, top of the with I particularly love it. both of our boys who have the children, Penny's yeah. son and my son. Um Yeah, if what you hear sipping, that's tea. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's tea yes, going we're having on. tea. Darling. We allowed it because it felt appropriate. Yeah, very podcast. appropriate. It's very appropriate. Um how sweet is that? I love that you guys both have grandchildren and you have kids and you're able to kind of pace at this. I mean, five years is a little bit of difference, but you mm-hmm, have grandkids, mm-hmm. you get to pace yourselves together. Mm-hmm. Seems very sweet. I know. Yeah. I love it. I, I love, love it. Um, I like want to dig into the infertility. Is that an option on the table? It is. You can ask okay. whatever you want. Yeah. Go, for it. Go for it. Well, you can just generally talk about, because we've never asked about that on the podcast mm. or even heard about that. Um just generally, what what was the experience for that? I couldn't imagine how hard that would be. Yeah, like, extremely hard. Did you always want to be a mom? I always wanted to be a mom. I okay. trained as a nursery nurse in England, oh. and I came here as a nanny. Okay. And so, so you I've been kids. in the States for 30 years. Yeah. This is my 31st year. Oh, happy 31st. Thank you. <laughs> and... Um, 
Yeah, I came as a nanny, was not intending to stay, but met my first husband, got okay. married within the year. Okay. Knew right away that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And I was a preschool teacher here at that time. Oh, my goodness. And we had um, Olive Crest Foster Care okay. and Adoption Agency come and speak at our church. Okay. And um, my ex-husband and I looked at each other and said, let's do this while we wait to be pregnant. Yeah. And um, so we'd been married one year. I was 21 years old. Oh, young. And we got our first placement of our now boys. Okay. We adopted them. So our first case were um, James and Cody, and James was then Christopher. So that was strange. He okay. changed his name um, later on when we adopted him, but at that time it was Christopher and Cody. And then a year after and that. Were, how old were they? They were almost two and almost four. Good okay. question. And you knew already that you couldn't have kids or you didn't? No. Okay. We were just having a hard time. Okay. And, you know, you think, you're just you're having a hard time. Let's not kids. stress about it. Let's yeah. foster and do some okay. good while yeah. we wait. Yeah. And then… Because um, you were only a by. year in also. Yeah. We're you only a year in. Yeah. And then um, after a year of having the boys, really still feeling this urge to have a baby. Like everything in me just wanted a baby. Yeah. Still wasn't happening, so we asked Olive Crest if we could foster a baby. Okay. And that's when Nancy came on the scene, and oh. Nancy was a drug-exposed um, oh. baby. Yeah. And that's when Penny and I met. Oh, my and goodness. And I'd had Nancy. Nancy was six weeks old. Okay. And she, I don't know, maybe we'd had her a week or two when we met. Yeah, that's right. So we always gauge our friendship by how old Nancy yeah, is. Yeah, that's good. That's great yeah. measurement. So um, a fantastic opportunity to have another mom stand beside me. We were fresh new friends. Yeah. And um, our boys were the same age. Okay. Roughly within the same. That helps. Within the same age. So yeah. at that point, three and five years old. Yeah. Yep. That and is then, crazy. And then you had a good number of years that you were... Still trying for a baby. Yeah, so it was a total of eight years before I My conceived. Goodness. And then... And you're kind of twist. trying the whole time? Trying the whole time. And you know, you you go through, you hear so-and-so did this, so yes, you do this. You do you all know, the things. Handstands. Yeah. And yeah. headstands. <laughs> yes. And, you know... Eating the right things. <laughs> yes, and totally. taking your temperature and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she yeah. did everything. Did everything. And... um kind of a plot twist was by the time I did get pregnant, it was at the worst point of my marriage. Oh. Kind of marriage is beginning to fall apart and going downhill. And um, I was just miserable, miserable with doing a lot by myself and totally. um, being in a in a difficult marriage. Yeah. And the heartache and the pressure that puts on a marriage yeah. of being unable to conceive. Yeah. And then I get pregnant. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was an interesting journey. Yeah, it's like a blimp of light and, like, a lot of hardship. Yeah. So yeah. we actually remained married for another eight years after okay. Sophie was born. Okay. And um, she was eight when we got divorced. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But it was hard for her to go to, you know, when, you, when you're trying for a baby, even though she had children going to... Um, Going to parties and baby showers and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so, I couldn't uh, even yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. Just feel for people who are going through that and they have to come to a baby shower just like, oh, I really want... Yeah. And people asking, you know, yeah. like when you're trying or when you're getting a little bit older, yeah. especially if they know you've already adopted. 
they imagine you would want kids. Yeah. So even the answering those questions and yeah. yeah. And I feel like I could literally fill a whole podcast just on I know the experience of like Penny said, you yeah. know, the emotions that I went through of finding out other people were pregnant or yeah. going to um, baby showers or every month when you think you know yes. you've missed your period by yeah. a day and I that's know. it, I'm pregnant and no, you're not and the roller just the up and down the yeah. right the yeah. roller coaster of that and um and just that journey yeah. of you know i had several friends of course we were young we were all having you know people were having totally. babies at that time yeah. um and so it was hard for my friends around me who were getting pregnant cuz they felt like they couldn't say that to me yes you know yeah it's it's so complex yeah so complex so, complex. Yeah. so then you were 30ish by the time you had her I was 29. Good 29. math. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to check that. Because that's actually not even old. By today's standards, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, right? Yeah. Because even in Penny and I's generation, we had the opportunity to have careers unlike our parents. Right. It was harder for our moms to have right. careers. It was all get married and have children. Yeah. So we had, you know, every generation develops a little bit more each time. Right. But it still was common. And the other thing that was more common then than today, it was being a stay-at-home mom. Right. I'd say there was probably 60, 40, you know, 60% of moms staying home to be with their kids, even if they had a small, um, you know, outside income. (laughs) Oh, Big Ben is chiming. (laughs) It feels appropriate for the episode, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Seriously. Every time. I think, no, it didn't happen last time. Oh, it didn't. Oh, did okay. it? I don't know. If Probably. it did, we, if we cut it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we made through. Whoa. Well, yeah, I want to dig into that more, but just for the sake of the episode, we'll move on. But I, I feel like there's so many stories of that untold, like infertility, yeah. because... So many. Yeah, either you just move on and you adopt or you mm. end up having a kid, so you're kind of like, get away from that season. Like, yeah. I just... I couldn't imagine listening to a podcast and being like, oh, they finally addressed this thing no yeah. one's talking about, yeah. you know? Well, and I would love to ask Penny a question. Yeah. How was that for you, watching me go through that? Oh, it was so hard. When you when you, you gain a friendship with somebody and you, um, you know, we shared so much and we have all shared everything. Everything's on the table, you know, being pretty blunt about everything. Um, yeah, that was just really hard because you're just like, oh, praying for the next, no. You know, and then you just, you don't know what to do. You're helpless. So it's very hard. Very, yeah. very hard. Yeah. You're as much on the roller Did a lot coaster. of crying for her in that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. 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 Especially for an empathetic friend and someone who's had kids so you know. Yeah. The like feeling of being yeah. a mom. And, yeah. yeah. And I was two and done. You know, I just I didn't want anymore. So I was like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have my eggs. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, it was really difficult. But yeah. Yeah. One of the many difficult things that we've gone through together. I know, I know. In the first sentence, I got in way too deep, too fast. But I already have so many questions. Okay, so we'll back up and we'll hit all the points. All right. But backing up. So where are you at before you guys meet each other? Um, Well, I had just arrived in the country. She'd been here a while. And um, so we met from a mutual friend. So I... I was doing babysitting at Family Fitness, which is now 24-Hour Fitness. And um, I met this lady there, very rich lady. Nice. Also yeah. from England. Also a snob. Oh, oh. <laughs> she spoke very nicely. Very, very nice. posh. She was very posh. Yeah. She was very, very lovely. And anyway, I, um, I 
I was desperate for money. We were trying to make ends meet as we just arrived here. So we we're doing anything possible to make money. So I babysat for her on the in the evenings and things, even though in Glenwood stay home with our kids. So um, she said, oh, I've got a friend that you, I met at a park and she's religious like you. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, I don't want to meet her then. Yeah. And um, she said, oh, you, I think you two would get on well. I'm like, nah, I don't think so. No. She's British. Oh, so? I don't really like all the British people here. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, I'll do that. And so we met. I think we went over to her house. I think she arranged the meeting or we met at a park or something. Yeah, you met her at the park, right? So what's your side of the story? You met her at the park. And she said, oh, I've got a friend. She's so religious you like you. <laughs> so I realized that your listeners are a whole lot younger than we are. So you have to forgive us when we don't remember the specific no, details because totally the memories are yes. <laughs> um, But we met through her. Yeah, and then we, you came over while I was babysitting one time. And you brought Nancy because you just got her. Yeah. Um, we, we met up and we just got on like a house on fire right away. It was like, we did we right away, didn't we? And yes. a lot of laughter and a lot of just connection. And, you know, that quote, religious, I know. unquote. I know, it hurts to hear um, it. Was what I'd been searching for at that time for me. Um, Penny, well, I can't speak for you, but Penny had been a Christian a lot longer than me. Yep. Mm. Um, I, you know, like I said, I came to the States as a nanny. I was not a Christian. Okay. Um, I you definitely was. <laughs> yeah, I have a backstory. There's a whole other podcast. There. Yeah, yeah, that's a long one. <laughs> um, but I, w- I had, I had become a Christian before I had gotten married, and um, I was desperate for a friend my age. Okay, and I was desperate for a friend with commonality. Yeah. Um, Because was your church or where you got saved like a lot of older people? There were a lot of older people and there were already a lot of people who had had their families already. So So even though I had an instant two-year-old and four-year-old and baby, I hadn't had them for years. I was still like learning as if I was a, well, I was a brand new mom. But that even adds to why you got them maybe so early because everyone around you had grown kids. Right. right. So adopting yeah. kind of made sense to almost like catch up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was playing catch up yeah. at 21, 22 years old. Um, yeah. So, and um, my my ex-husband um, was a little bit older than me. He was okay. eight years older than me, but he was an old soul. So he okay. hung out with older people. Okay. Um, so I I didn't know people of my own age and I I hungered for that. I was really actually grieving for that. So when Penny and I met, it was like not just instant friendship. Oh, Penny's had a memory. (laughs) 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 What's tickled your fancy? Well, I just think it's so funny because you all say, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out. I'm older than her by quite, well, I don't know what it is. Six. Six years. But I'm the youngest and the two of us. No, I'm the old soul. Yes. I am the old soul. I'm the Talk sensible about old soul. one. I'm the one that goes, let's go do this at midnight. And she's like, but I've got my pajamas on yeah. and I've had my cocoa and it's ready yeah, for bed. I'm, yeah, she's, yes. so yeah, I'm the younger soul. But here's another, here's another plot twist to throw this nice. little um, yeah. story, side story in. Um, they may be crying in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Penny, we've always said we're like sisters from pretty early on. Yeah. Just we're like oh, sisters. I, know what plot I don't have a sister. I yeah. didn't think I had a sister. Yeah. I have a brother. I have a younger brother and okay. he's in England. 
And ever since I was a little girl, I wanted an older sister. Shit, I don't want a younger sister. You know, a lot of people yeah. want a baby, right? Yeah. No, I had a baby brother. I'm yeah. good with that. I want a big sister. Yeah. Well, then um, my mom and dad got divorced and I instantly had a stepbrother and stepsister. Okay. And I thought, well, that's it. And then they actually moved to America, which is really weird. Yeah. Uh, they moved to Florida and I carried on with my life, just always feeling like I want a big sister. I want a big sister. I want a big sister. Found Penny. We became fast friends and soon enough really fell into kind of the sisterhood. Yeah. And um, fast forward 10, 15 years later. Yep. Probably that much. My mother reveals to Penelope. Oh, not that, to you. <laughs> yeah, that she had had a child before me. That's a crazy, almost God thing. And gave up the That's little girl for, for adoption. adoption. And that there's a and the age difference. of your sister, your biological sister, is the same age as me. Same age as Penny. It's crazy. And that you find out that after you've adopted kids. Yes. Yeah. Like the the spider web of craziness there. I know. Yeah. Right. Is and insane. Connection. Yes. Because it is almost like how God prepares our heart for things later on that yeah. we, you know, like maybe you're more receptive to that news because of all the craziness of how it connects. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Insane. Yeah. That's a big plot twist. Yeah, big it is twist. a big plot twist, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I really am so grateful to God for providing my sister Penny totally. for me in preparation for this possibility of maybe one day meeting my half-sister. Whether yeah. that happens or not, Penny's going to help me see if we can find uh-huh. her. Yeah. But um, all that to say that, you know, Penny has been my sister. Yeah. All this time. We might end up crying on this oh, one. We might end yes, up crying. Oh, it's okay if it happens. <laughs> You're welcome. Man. That's crazy. So you meet and it was instant loving each other or no? Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I was about to say no. Oh, no. Well, you could say no. You can totally say no. Well, Penny, I, were you instantly? I just really liked her. She was just funny and easy and and there's no, you know, the, the Brits I had met up until that point were very... Um, snobby and oh I hate America blah 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 and I'm like well go back to Britain then mm. yeah. so I hadn't really connected with any of the little Brits that I met and so um, so when I met her I was like oh yeah I really like her I really get, could get on with her and um, and so and we're both Christians too which was helped yeah. so yeah I just I just feel like I mean, obviously, it's a long time ago, and I can't remember anything that happened yesterday. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I could actually be blocking out a hole in the memories that I need therapy for. But um, yeah, I think I I felt like yeah, this is my person. Why were you yeah. going to say the opposite? Um, I not because of anything negative. Okay, but I think um, Penny is the louder, yeah, the more outgoing, more outgoing one. I don't know what she's talking about? And <laughs> I, I mean it. It was refreshing, and yes, there was that instant connection. But and it took time, and not a lot of time before yeah. we found our comfort zone, and before I felt safe. Okay, before I felt safe to be me yeah. and um, match her enthusiasm totally. and match her craziness, craziness and outward going. I think in friendships, it's really important to gauge safety. Yeah. And vulnerability, right? Because yeah. what if I had just gone all out? Yeah. And then a week, two later, 
she ditches me and then off we go, yeah. you know? And so you've put your heart on the line. But it didn't, it wasn't that long. It wasn't like it was particularly a long time mm-hmm. before yeah. falling into that. But I would say, um, I I remember, so then, so we've really done life side by side. Yeah. Like sisters, yeah. you know, really with our, our kids and with them being a similar age. And then we both were homeschooling. So at the time, I lived in Tustin. Okay. Uh, Tustin, California. I don't know how far away your yes. listeners are. Global. Global. Yeah, global listeners. All over. Um, and Penny lives, um, and she was living at an apartment complex down the street at okay. the time in Rancho Santa Margarita, California. Okay. And it was, I think, before the toll road was built. Yes, it was. And so quite a drive. It was a drive. Yeah. And, but... What I remember was it was a day trip to Auntie Penny's. Nice. Right? Yeah. So we'd pack up the kids in you the car to. and we'd take a snacks with us because it was such a long time. Yeah. And now we're talking probably 30 minutes. Yeah. Yes. 35 but minutes. But especially for kids. With kids. In the car. Yeah. And the fantastic thing that Penny was able to do was for me to come sit at the kitchen table. We went through a bread making season, oh, didn't we? we did. We'd always make or bread. Baking season. Baking yeah. season. We'd nice. have bread or scones and just chunks of cheese and yeah. a big thick tooth butter that you could just sink your teeth yeah. into. Okay, move on. Sounds oh. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids would run wild. Yeah, totally. So that's Penny's personality. Penny's personality is I'm here for you. I'm going to look you in the eye and I'm going to keep my bum in this seat and I want to know all about you. Yeah. And who cares what the kids are doing for a minute? Exactly. It sounds like you needed someone to do that. And what would you, how would you have described my personality at that point (laughs) in time? Well, you, we both changed so much in the last, all these years. I mean, just, we've just grown and changed. We've all been, both of us have been about learning how to self-help and really, you know, trying to figure out ourselves better. Mm-hmm. And we've challenged each other a lot. We've had we've had arguments. We've had periods of, you know, hashing things, hashing out. things out big mm-hmm. time. Um, but yeah, Mich- Michelle's always one who's challenged me to, you know, hey, you, you, you said this and this wasn't fun. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think I like you anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I wouldn't be like that. But at the time, I wasn't as mature in my emotions. And so, but it was really, it's really good. I think it's been really good to have that sort of bonding. And we've just laughed a lot. Mm. I think that's the main thing. I mean, honestly, if I'm feeling like a little bit like, man, I haven't really had any fun recently. I want to go over to her house or her to come to mine. And we just watch really silly British shows and just laugh a lot about all the idiocens of mm. British life and... Um, and life in general. And life in general, yeah. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yes, and in all the different stages. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just, you have a good sense of humor and, and also you're just all about bettering yourself. Yeah. Well, And where I was going with that, about coming over with the kids and just, you know, sitting at the kitchen counter... My whole vibe then, and still I fight it, is um, you've got dishes that need to be done. Can I wipe down your counters? Can I? Yeah. Because it's hard for me to... um, Receive. To receive and sit down and just have attention put on me, right? Especially having, you know, three kids traipsing around. And I was always the one like, oh, are the kids okay? Are the kids okay? Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Mm. Let's just sit. So it took me a while to settle into that. But it became, and it is still one of the things I value the most about our friendship is just, it doesn't matter if there's dishes in the sink. It doesn't matter if your toilets need cleaning. 
My toilet's are fairly clean. So I'm not talking about this. I am not just talking about you. Yes. My kids ran a muck. We actually had little play centers for them and all the rest of it. But yeah. yes, I just think people are more important. I just, you know, yeah. let's just mm-hmm. visit with one another. Let's, yeah. This time is short. And then several times, you know, many times, you know, I've sort of rung her up on a bit of a funk and I, I can't do anything. I feel so down, depressed or whatever it might be. And this is, you know, years and years ago. And she go, just get up, make your bed. And I'm like, oh, that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. But actually that's what I needed. You know, just yeah. one little practical tool. So she's, yeah. she's really good at that. Even calling back to like, I remember on your episode with Glenn, you talked about, I mean, obviously in your younger years, you felt that need to like, almost like you were a runner. Like if things weren't easy, you were like, well, I need to escape. Like, mm-hmm. and I know I have that in me too, where it's like, oh, it's hard. I'm just going to kind of disappear back here. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so interesting hearing, I'm so new to you guys. I just sat down with you, but hearing almost this puzzle piece like thing where like when you were talking, I, I almost get the feeling from you, I could be wrong, but that you're someone that like almost is overly loyal, like will choose people and stick to them forever. And then knowing that your tendency to be like, I'm going to tap out, knowing how perfectly those puzzle pieces fit or the way that you feel the need to like serve those around you but you have the opposite like well and I think there's different seasons of that yeah and that's what's made our relationship so wonderful is because we have both been in both of those roles totally. but thankfully not at the same time yeah because there are days as not just young moms, older moms, yeah. um, moms who have got teenagers, moms who have got their kids in college, moms whose kids are now married and out of the house. People, and now, without, mom, people without kids. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, just thankfully, we've never been in the same spot of life is too hot, I'm shutting down yeah. now, peace out. Um, God is just wouldn't you agree that mm. God has had us kind of on this, they might have been back to back. Yeah. But it's like, tap your turn now there to was be depressed. Room. Okay, tap your turn yeah. now to be the the strong one, yeah. the one that kind of yeah. rallies. And um, I would have to say that years and years and years and years, the tip side um, of the seesaw was Penny being my emotional support through my very rough marriage and through the divorce and through... Um, I don't know. I just feel like the one with a lot of trauma <laughs> in my life. I'm your emotional support dog. Yes. 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 No, so, I just remember moving a couch. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember that? That was probably the about first. That? Yeah. The first place I moved into when you after got I separated. I wasn't even divorced. Oh, that's right. It was the very yeah. first place that Which I went to. That's such a support. traumatic experience. Yes, yeah, so and we're trying to move this couch up these small flight of stairs, but outside, you know. It was found in a garage cell. Yeah, we found it in the garage cell. I'm like, oh, this is great. This will be great for your place. We're moving up the stairs and we got, it got stuck. stuck. <laughs> oh, no. And so in the end, we just were laughing our heads off and sat on the, sat couch. On the couch. Just sat on the couch until we, these guys come on like couldn't get down the stairs. Well, you're going to have to help us get He wasn't best pleased, was he? wasn't best pleased. Was no, best pleased. He had to do it. Yeah. But, but anyway. I, I look back and think, why was it just you and me trying to move the couch? That was my else. first question. Yes, there was nobody else. Yeah. I think we went garage selling. We got it. I don't know how we got it back home. But we anyway. we are tenacious when yeah. we're together. And there's yes. this there's this fierceness <laughs> in both of us that says, well, yes, there's a six-foot couch. It's $50. It's good. Let's put it in the back of your mini now and get it over to yeah, where it needs to go. hilarious. We've done a lot of that stuff. Both yeah. very strong-willed women. Yeah. And then when she was living um, 
set on her own away from her husband and she'd be working some hours and then I had a key to her house and I had to come up to that area for work stuff sometimes and then I had I would have a band of time in the middle so I I had a key so I'd go in her house and then I'd fold all the laundry and leave and she wouldn't even know I'd been there until she got home and saw the laundry <laughs> folded. I'm going to say that's a dream. been in my house. Yeah. <laughs> a laundry fairy came again. So exactly. wild. Yeah. That's a dream friend though. Yes. Come fold your laundry. We yeah. all yeah. need those. Oh yeah, she's come to have my house and clean my house many times so yeah. it's very vice I think person. that's another, I mean, I, it's nice to kind of tell this story almost from like beginning to now. Yeah. Um, because you see a common thread. Yeah. You see the um, the balance in it that, yeah, it may seesaw sometimes where one person's stronger or one person's going through a rough time and the other yeah. person isn't. But it's never been um, a ministry friend no. situation. No. Yeah. 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 Or, or has it? Wait a minute, Penny. <laughs> Speak um, up now. Should we just move on to yeah. the next question? She's outing you. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, so talk about some of like maybe – the hard times and how that how that played out in the relationship. Like, obviously, both of you guys have gone through a divorce. Well, not both of you divorced, mm-hmm. but, like, as a friendship, yeah. you've gone through that with having kids, growing up, like, that yeah. sort of thing. Is there anything that stands out in that? Any I don't know. We just, even? we had a... Um, let me think about this, how I'm going to sp- say this nicely. But we had a we had a period of time where... How can I say this? We had an issue with her church that she was at mm. and her ex-husband. And um, basically they were sort of saying, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't see Penny because she's a bad influence, which was mm. hilarious at the time because I was the one mm. going, no, reconciliation in marriage. And yeah. I was promoting like, come on now, you know, we all have a part to play in this. So it was hilarious mm. because that was the exact opposite of what was going on. Mm. So that was really hard because I was then like, I had to then, think, well, if it makes them come back together, then I'll rely on the sacrificial order and and leave the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Very hard being accused of something that I had not done. Um, um, I remember one of my children was only a teenager and was very angry. Um, So, yeah, that was a time when I was like, I have to sacrifice her life and her relationship with her husband for our friendship and I don't want to lose the friendship. And, but, I have to do that. Fortunately, it was only a short space of time before it all worked Yeah, what out. was that like from your side? Well, it's so funny that you bring up that particular situation because that's exactly what came to mind when you said that. Yeah. And um, this is the thing that's going to make me cry because mm. um, it was a kind of a drawing a line in the sand. I remember exactly where we were at. Because mm-hmm, you, you had to talk about it. Exactly, Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were out in public and it was at an event. Mm. And um, I remember Penny saying, um, your marriage, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, I can't remember exactly, but it was basically, you need to give it all you've got for your marriage. This is important. And so if that means I step away, you need to choose your husband over me. And I was like some tragic drama soap opera where I just lost it. Yeah, I couldn't because imagine the someone. fear and the abandonment that I was feeling of, you know, being in this terrible marriage, not wanting to stay married and having all this pressure from the church at the mm-hmm. time, you know, obviously just hearing that little bit from Penny about yeah. where they were at was not was not on track yeah. with where God was, you know, God was not in their recommendations. Yeah. Um, 
And it just was devastating to me. And and it was, it was like having a love relationship. Yeah, like a sister, a family Mm -hmm. member. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just was, it was very traumatic and very sad. And, and I just, I thought at the time, no, I'll choose you anytime. Um, But that, that was probably the hardest time. I don't know. We did, we did break up in, in quotes for a while, while so you, it was while a tried to work it out. It was mm-hmm. a conversation where you like had to talk through. Okay, yeah, I was there on the phone call when when the pastor was talking to her, and I realized something majorly was going on. And then she told me, and then like, oh, okay. And then we, we talked about it, and then I said that. Um, but I remember crying my eyes out, like I had just broken up with somebody. It was mm-hmm. just the bizarrest thing. Anyway, that's so long ago now. It's and it didn't, past. and it didn't last for long because I think whenever, whenever. Y- we ourselves follow our heart's track of how we feel God and the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and we're obedient. Love wins out every time. And yeah. God wins out every time. And so if in obedience you do what you feel God is doing, Him make the path straight, right? Yeah. And it didn't take long for that path to be made straight because the other people were in the wrong. And yeah. so, you know, now looking back in hindsight, it was all about to divide and separate. And, you know, boy, who does that? Who comes to divide and separate? Mm-hmm. Yes, we yeah. um, No, I think that's crucial because I myself have heard stories of that happening to friends within like, doesn't even have to be the Christian world, like even in the work world mm-hmm. or in general, having that like, you can't be friends with them. They're bad at influence and Especially, I mean, that's so complex with the marriage and mm-hmm. everything on the table. But to hear it full circle back to restoration with each other, I think is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the nice thing was we didn't fall out with one another, right? Yeah. We didn't have this big falling out. I yeah. didn't accuse her of not supporting me. She didn't accuse me of doing the right or the wrong thing. Um, so it it wasn't a matter of that. So we just needed to do what we needed to do and and see it out and yeah love conquest and it, in the it end. does make the relationship stronger in some oh, way yeah, once sure. you circle back yeah for sure um yeah. okay so moving from that time you do end up circling back you can be friends again the church will allow it no the church doesn't gone um yeah so what does that look like then moving closer to today's date? Like, what has your friendship looked like maybe in the past five years? Hmm. That's a great question. I think we we, we talk a lot on the phone. Um, we text each other a lot. Um, it's been interesting how um, seasons of life will change your friendships. Um, so, you know, when we had little kids, we're almost always doing something together because we're desperate housewives and so we need the kids will play yeah yes, you need please. a break you, we need, we need, yeah, we need some, some help physical. here mm-hmm. yeah let's all go to the pool great um uh so we did a lot of that so we we're a lot more together and um then as our kids became teenagers and went in different directions um school-wise then you know we had we still saw each other but not as much and well, then, then we kind of went into the working world we too. then went into back into the working. i was always working part-time but then we went into full-time work both of us so that but we still sort of remained in contact but not as much and now we're both sort of part-time-ish full-time-ish working i mean i'm full-time working but my my hours are a little bit more flexible so um we don't see each other as much probably 
Well, the nice addition to our relationship is I have a new husband who's absolutely fantastic. That helps. Yeah, he is. So yes. I approve. Been... <laughs> he got the approval. He got approval stamp. So, and I was thinking about this this morning too, that, um, you know, I got a bonus brother in my friendship with Penny. Glenn oh, is Glenn. my big brother. A treasure. And so, yeah, I'm very, very lucky. So I got a twofer. I got a two-for-one deal. They just got me. Yeah. So we've done things for a long, long time, just the three of us, right. like the three amigos. So we would camp a lot. And, well, they'd camp and I'd tag along. Yeah. And I'd bring a in kid a little tent. tent. Yeah. <laughs> in a little tent. And, um, you know, Penny and Glenn used to vet the people that I would date. And Rightfully so, Go yeah. out on dates That's with. That's what a good friend so does. True. Yeah. Didn't like any of them. Nope. Okay. Um, until Mark came along. And um, I don't know, he's just been, I think, what we've all been praying for. He's just another Glenn. He wears socks and flip-flops. <laughs> nice. Just another Glenn. That's good, though, because then Glenn and Glenn can hang that's out. That's right. Yes, Glenn that's and Glenn. Right. Right. Like so Glenn. now that's been kind of the change in the last, well, four years. Yeah, I was, um, uh, what do you call them, matron of honor at your wedding and mm. Organized your wedding. Yeah, my wedding planner. I know, me too. Thank God. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I did everything for her wedding. I'm not doing everything for your wedding. Good Um, wedding planner. Yes. And Glenn walked me down the aisle. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was beautiful. So sweet. It was really good. What is that like for you, Penny, watching your friend date again? Oh, wow. That's a great question. When she, some of our other date guys, I was like, please, Jesus. Don't do this, please don't. I mean, I would. I was some of these people, at literally on my knees because I just like my heart's desire was that. Oh, I am going to cry. Mm-hmm. Was that the four? She'd find someone because we honestly, I'm sure her, her ex husband's beautiful man, but we never really got on that well. So um, it was a bit awkward all the time. And then she married. She dates these other guys, and we're like, no, we can't really see us camping with these yeah. guys. We can't really see us. Yeah. Hanging out, having meals. Well, now with Mark, it's just, you know, we go camping, we they hang out, they play games with us, it was, you know, they're coming over tonight. You know, it's just this it's just this really great thing that we and Glenn gets on really well with yeah. with Mark too. So it's just yeah, it's, it's just natural, really isn't it? really, really natural. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. But yeah, it's really hard because you can't you can say, you know, I've told we oh my I can't get my words out here. We're very open and honest with each other. So I would say things like, hey, I'm seeing some red flags here, you know. Um, but you can't say to somebody, oh, your boyfriend's a real lame-o. Just throw him away. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw him away, you know, because then you are sep- you're getting in the middle of the a relationship and you're probably going to rift your own relationship with that totally. person because they're all into that person. So I was always just trailed very carefully and lightly. And then one time she was thinking about marrying one of them and I was like, just want you to know I, I will stand by you. Just don't really like him very much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What was that like for you? Having a friend say that kind of, or just even feeling, even if she wasn't saying. I think I think the benefit was we've been friends for so long. Totally. And that I knew where her heart was. And it yeah. wasn't about jeopardizing just, you know, I knew those things in the back of my head. Yeah. And And I think that brings up another valid point too about what is a really good friend. A friend is someone who will tell you the truth in love. Mm-hmm. Um, to protect you, you again, know, another again. Thing. The point was so good. We had to <laughs> ring the bell. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it's it's never easy to have the truth spoken to you, 
But when you know what the motive behind it is, it's a little bit easier. So yeah, we've done a lot of crying, but like Penny said earlier, we've also done a lot of laughing. So we can laugh about those things now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Especially now that you have someone that everyone loves. It yeah. makes it easier. Yeah. And I think it's it's what I call, um, I have lots of different labels for friends. So you have ministry friends and colleague and work friends and you have, you know, neighborhood friends and you have history friends and mm. history friends. Michelle's a history friend. She's been around for so long. We've known each other so long. We're very real, very open. She's the most, along with Glenn, she is the, my person. Mm-hmm. Um, if something ever happened to Glenn, she'd be my person. If I'm ever, you know, she's my one number one on my list of people to call if something happens or, or you know, anything like that. So, um, but I've we've built that up over time. So mm-hmm. you can't, you know, I wouldn't have probably said that thing if I see somebody else with a boyfriend that I think, oh, it's a bit dodgy. I'm not going to say anything because I don't have that history with that person. So you've got to have history and plant mm-hmm. down seeds and roots and Trust. have those planting mm-hmm. pl- and have the flowers actually blooming until you can start saying really hard things. But um, the other one thing I just love about our relationship is that we're very real about everything. We talk about sex, we talk about um, <laughs> food, we talk about you know, vacations. We talk about things we're struggling with and things that we think are hilarious and stupid stuff and fun stuff and serious stuff. I mean, everything, you know, and I think that's really, really important. And it's always been that way, it sounds like. Yeah, I think I would say, I mean, obviously it just gets stronger and deeper and, um, but I think we've always been able to talk about you know, pretty real stuff, pretty um, especially when you've got young kids, when you're in the thick of it, you know, yeah, you talk you, about you have tra- to. training and yeah. dirty diapers and all of that kind of thing. Um, um, and I think um, through tragedies and through hard times makes you talk about, if you've got somebody you can trust and you've got that history and relationship with, like, it's not really an option not to go deep in conversations. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I think one of the hardest times was last year. I was very ill. I had to go into hospital in emergency. She was away mm, in a different side state. of the country. And that almost threw me because I'm like, oh, man, I can't do this without my person. I mean, Glenn was there, but he also, he also was going through a really tough time with something else. And yeah, so the timing of that. The timing was really bad. So he was sort of a bit depleted. So I was like, well, I'm on my own. I need my person. So, but Glenn was amazing. He was a trooper. But um, yeah, that, did, that was hard. So, yeah. yeah, you just you do rely on someone. Sometimes she talks about moving to another state. I'm like, I was oh, going to no. say, I was going to bring that up. Like when we've ever talked about moving, either or, of us, yeah, either of us, was, we just look, have this look of panic and fear in our eyes. Immediately, like, no, that's not going to happen. No, if you move, I'm moving. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. Yeah, um, I'm going to ask this because I don't know why it's coming to my mind. Mm. But so maybe there's a listener out there questioning. Mm. So if there were a younger person sitting in front of you guys in their 20 or 30s, and they were going through a hard time with a friend, maybe even like distance with a friend or whatever the problem would be, what would be your advice? Mm, that's a good question. Do you want me to answer that or you answer that? Usually, usually you can talk for I can talk for The kingdom. <laughs> yes, the kingdom. Um, the first thing that comes to mind, I think, is um, is prayer, number one is really just bringing that, your heart's desire and your heart for that friend before God. Mm. Um, 
And then I would just say, you know, there there are these ups and down times of friendship. You know, like we talked before, like one of us may have been a little depressed and mm-hmm. felt like we were pulling away and isolating and the other one was maybe feeling a little bit more needy of needing fun or what have you. Yeah. You know, you can't always meet each other's needs. And I think just to be um, in prayer and seeking the Holy Spirit about what is the best thing I can do for that person that I love out of love? Yeah. Is it... A, a little note in the mail? Is it a little phone call? Is it a text just saying, I love you no matter what's, what you're going through. I'm here for you. Yeah. I think we've done that for one another a lot over the years, wouldn't you say? Just that if we felt a little separation or we felt like, oh, their life's really busy right now. They don't need me. Mm. Just to have those little touch points. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely felt that much more at the beginning of our relationship that, that we'd have periods where... Um, you know, I think we were both emotionally not as mature as we are now. And so <clears throat> we'd have these moments where we weren't really connecting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is it. We're like losing this friendship. Um, I think the main, I'm very loyal. So I will, I will go and hide about my emotions and about you For know, a minute. confronting yeah. things. But I will never let go of a friendship that I have decided or a relationship that I've decided this is it, covenant. Um, but so I've held in there. I've just like, I'm holding in there until she comes around. She had a lot of things going on, a lot of crazy friends. Some some friends were from the church and whatnot. But um, so there were two periods of time when I was finding it really hard because um, she wasn't connecting for some reason. Um, so, but I just was like, I am choosing to stay in there and and duke it out, you know, um, to just hold, hold the, hold the line, um, and just fight for that person, really. Mm. You know, if you th- believe this is a friendship that's going to last, then fight for that person. But on the other hand, don't be run over. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's a very fine line, but yeah. But everybody has stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and not to take everyone it has bleep. Yeah, it even sounds like when you're talking about how sometimes being there for a friend looks like pulling back a little bit mm. and not needing as much, if that mm. makes sense. Like if she has a lot going on in yeah. her world, you know? Right. Um, and that's kind of a hard concept to grasp, especially as a young person. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to pull back? How do I do that? But seeing someone like in the long haul that's, weathered it out right and it's turned out fine yeah you know i think that's really encouraging and i think you also have to look at yourself too so i mean i know that when we first she had quite a lot more friends because i she'd been here longer than me at the church and the surrounding area and whatnot and um i would get jealous that was basically what it was i'm like i don't want to spend time with them i want to spend time with me mm. um again that goes goes back to my emotional immaturity at the time so I think you have to look at yourself too. What's going on in my heart? What's, yeah. Why am I getting so upset by this? We don't have to text every day. Yeah. You know, we and don't have to, you know, whatever. Even bigger today with social media, mm. like, oh, they're hanging out with this other person. What yeah. about me? Why wasn't I invited? It's right. so yes. easy to spiral down that. So, yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. That's and lot. I think too, what's coming up for me right now is this expectation. What are your expectations of Mm. a friendship? Yeah. And talking about social media, I think our expectations have been swayed a certain way because you only see, is a good friendship one that hangs out every day? Is a good friendship one that you're off to Disneyland every week together? Um, No, actually, 
we're sitting here to tell you that a good friendship sticks in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Like, it's not just all those social media posts. Boy, if our friendship was put on a on a social media wall, yeah. there would It'd be, be... quite sad. Yeah, that yes. would... But There's people a, might get a lot from it. So thank the, God for the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what makes it um, real and tough and yeah. worthy of of hanging in there, right? Is yeah. is is the bad times as well as the good times. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Well, last question of every podcast. What's one thing that you love about your partner? Oh. Mm. Go on then. No, you can start. <laughs> <laughs> you start. No, I'll start, lovey. Yeah. Um, well, she's British. That does help. Yeah. Instantly makes me Instant love you both. Man. <laughs> because you have, if you're from another country, you love the people that you're hanging out with in your own country. Mm. You do. I love being in America and I feel very American. But there's nothing like the people from your own country that have, you know, you, you, yeah, and you start talking about TV shows or candy or whatever, sweets for the UK, um, and certain things, and you just instantly go, oh, yeah, da 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 da, da you know. So there's that um, instant connection, both Christians, which is beautiful. Um, I just know that she is a safe place. Mm. She is my safe place where I can just say everything, be everything, do everything. She's just... Oh, she's accepting of me, whatever I've done. I mean, way back in the day, I was just like, I'm sick of this world. I'm going to start smoking again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, well, that's probably not a good idea, but never mind, you know. But she accepts me for how I am and um, good, the bad, and the ugly, mm-hmm. and the very good as well. Um, and she cheers, cheerleads me on, you know, uh, in different jobs or different mm-hmm. situations I've been. She's always been my biggest cheerleader mm-hmm. and just... She's been there for me. So um, not all the time, but we've pushed through those times. And I haven't had many friends that have pushed through. Mm. So there you go. Well, and it's interesting that you bring up about being supporting because we've done that for one another. And that was one thing I was thinking about this morning. You know, all the all the things that we have supported one another on whatever endeavor we're in so we'd jump on on the bandwagon right so whether that's norwex cloths right mm. um so penny's all into norwex cloths so that means i have to be i'm mm. going to support you in your in your little party to to raise money and so you can get more norwex cloths or um you know i became a yoga instructor so penny came to my yoga lessons so you know every week and we just have supported one another and said if this is important to you this is important to me and that's that's vice versa that's for both of us um but i also wanted to mention i was thinking about this this morning we've also kept hope alive and i mm. think that's really important in a friendship in life doing life together and i was thinking about all the things that we were going to do in the future looking back 30 years, we were going to have a tea company together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what were we thinking? That's a ridiculous idea. We were going to have a catering company where we did tea parties. We dreamt together. We dreamt yeah. together. And I think, you know, it, no, it didn't come about, but it sure was fun to dream about it and put our energy into it because it gave us hope for the future. It gave us hope out of those dirty diapers and out of those yeah. messy toys at our feet. And mm. um, I think that's been really important. I've loved that about Penny that she 
keeps hope alive. She dreams big. She is an encourager to the point of, if you think you can do that, you can do it. And I'll be right alongside you doing it. And um, you love big. You love well. You're fun to the point of, funny. I, you're hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, it does. It just keeps you putting one foot in front of the other to know that you've got this companion walking beside you into the future. And how did 30 years go by like that? I mean, I say 30 because I'm rounding up. It's 27 years, but and in the crazy. blink of an eye. Yeah. And I also think humor, humor is huge too. So one time she really wanted clothes for Christmas and I was like, I don't know what to get her. So I've just got her the awfulest clothes at Ross. Like, really super old lady clothes and and I told her daughters about it so they just is hysterically laughing at Christmas time she opens these things up and goes this she's not really giving me this is she <laughs> I'm confused you know, yeah all this kind of stuff oh we play pranks on each other or yeah just really fun stuff just doing mad things at late at night and having code words for things code words for things mm-hmm. oh my gosh yes we've got so many code words for things like oh yeah so anyway, yeah, it's just those kind of fun things. You need to add fun into your humor, into your relationships, whether you're married, you're just friends, colleagues, work. I mean, I, I had fun at work too. I always used to do like desk chair races around the office and things like that. You just got to have some fun. Mm. Otherwise, you, it just becomes all too serious intense. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. So good. Oh, I love you both. We love you. This is such a fun story. I can't wait to share it. I feel like you just hit so many points for anybody and everybody. So, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for letting us share our story. Oh, anytime. Yeah, Yeah, we'll have to part to it. I feel like. Yeah, if you you want any more really fun stories, there's a lot of those. Yeah. A lot of those. We didn't didn't really touch on all the fun stuff in the wild, crazy homeschool days and And how we survived that. And you taking home a homeless person at midnight. Remember yes. that one? Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. yes. Yeah, bookmark two. that, please, <laughs> for part two. <laughs> <laughs>